2: We've got some very cool special guests including musical acts that we all love like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Well, I, I like this intro now. I, Welcome I'm back never to, get another used episode. to the intro. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Always Almost There, day after show live. We're here today. It is Saturday, September 30th. Uh, beautiful day here in Denver, Colorado, breathing it in as, you know, you have to do here. Uh, but we are here to talk about Goose at the Santa Barbara Bowl last night in Santa Barbara, California. The last headlining show of this little California run that they've been on uh, this week. Uh, you know, we got a little festival gig in just a just a few hours here. Um, or like Yeah, but uh, how are you doing today, Neil?
1: I'm doing all right. I, you know, I stayed up for like the first time for a West Coast show last night. So I just woke up from a nap. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, I got up early this morning. And I'm like just a few hours of sleep. So I'm doing okay. I'm excited for, I don't know. I guess we're not going to have, I'm um, not going to have any stream to watch today. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, we got really lucky last night. So, um yeah, know, somebody, somebody after, on you know? Instagram.
2: Somebody on Instagram said they were going to try to run a Mixler from Ohana today, but it's you know it's a fifty-minute set, so I'm not really sweating it. If we, uh, you know, if we don't if we don't hear much, but we've got two guests on today. Uh, you know, people we've been uh, looking forward to having on the pod here for a little while now. Uh, we've got Kevin and we've got Butter. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the pod.
3: Hello. Hi guys. Welcome Hi Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hey, doing well. And yeah. Just just That's for a clarification, doing great
4: after that show.
2: Yeah. In case people are wondering, this is the butter of the infamous Butter's Wife banter from the Warfield back in April. Um, so you know, we're excited to have you on today. Um, do you have any natural light on you?
3: <laughs> a whole case in my daughter's fridge for sure. Oh, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Good to hear.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let, let's start. Uh, let's start with you, Butter. Uh, tell me about you know your pre-show yesterday, getting to the show. Where were your seats? What was your vibe like before they went on?
3: Um, Well, the Santa Barbara Bowl, you know, it's located right downtown. Um, Me and my daughter and her girlfriend, I brought them to their first show. Um, We got there nice and early. We got there, you know, 530 and went down to the pit about fifth row, procured some amazing space. And uh, it was just a great, at the start of it was mellow, a great mellow release from uh, the confines of the Wiltern of uh, that that boomy theater in l a. So to be outside in uh, Santa Barbara and uh, just have an awesome spot and that bougie bougie small like shrinky dink amphitheater, uh, it was awesome. It was super mellow, and you know, it's light outside still with the early start. and uh, yeah, it, great vibes to to start the pre-show.
2: Amazing, good to hear. What about you, Kevin? Uh, what was your pre-show vibe like? Where were your seats? Yeah, got
4: there uh, about five, five fifteen or so. Um, got got a spot over on uh, Trevor's side in down in the pit. Uh, then yeah, but went up. I mean, there's a gorgeous bar up at the top of the Santa Barbara Bowl. Uh, it's a place to you know get a drink. You can look out onto the water, um, watch the sunset out there. It's you know it's a gorgeous. Gorgeous spot. So had had my had my wife with me for her first show, and you know met some folks around us uh, who were at their first show. So it's a, it a great great time, and yeah, gorgeous gorgeous spot. I mean, I highly recommend. You know, lack of lack of a stream and, and all that, but I highly recommend going there for for a show if uh, anybody gets the chance.
2: Yeah, it's an absolutely beautiful, beautiful venue, and I'm jealous of everyone who got to be there last night. Uh, I, I wasn't watching the stream because I was at Snarky Puppy last night. Uh, but, Neil, we had a very special or an exciting stream last night uh, in absence of, you know, an official webcast. Why don't you t- tell us a little bit about, you know, how that yeah. went.
1: I mean, this this was the most, I don't, the most serendipitous thing ever. Like, I think we were all just kind of sitting around like, there's nothing we can do, and we're not going to watch the show. Hundreds of people last night. And then Kevin Johnson, not our Kevin Johnson, which is important to point out, not They're our Kevin, but another Kevin Johnson, decided to run a Mixler, and not only did he run a Mixler, but it was the best quality Mixler I have ever heard, which is amazing. Like I, like he, I don't know how he did it, but he did, and it was wonderful. So we got like almost like soundboard like quality for the whole entire show, so it was fantastic, man.
2: Amazing. Well, thank you so much to Kevin uh, for doing that for the whole community stream of the year uh, from Ryan Molnar. Thank you very much. Uh, We do very much appreciate you doing that uh, for everyone else. Uh, And yeah, it was very nice, uh, you know, getting the the borfs up uh, pretty quick. You know, gave the show a nice little listen uh, this morning. Really, really solid one uh, for sure. I think Kevin is a little bit frozen uh, so we will return to him when he gets back. Uh, But let's start with you here, Butter, uh, on the first few songs of the show. Earthling or Alien, Mr. Action, and Time to Sleep?
3: Uh, yeah, so at Earthling and Alien, you know, well, first of all, these early start times, it's not necessarily easy for a band to pull this off, but uh, they crushed it. With coming on at about 6.52 or so, uh, the sun was starting to set, and, you know, Earthling and Alien got a, just a slow, funky build dance party going, and, I mean, it went on and on until it was basically dark out, So that was kind of the transition to, you know, getting it dark at an early show. But, you know, the dance grooves were flowing. Uh, Peter got on his synth and, uh, you know, just got that earthling flowing. So uh, that was a really sweet start. Um, You know, Mr. Action, like that bluesy rock sound, I think it kind of exemplifies Goose's sound. If you were trying to say, like, what do they do that's different? What's like their core sound? So. Uh, that's kind of you know what i took from mr action a lot of people's first show so that was that was cool um but then shit got pretty serious with time to flee i mean it was you know our first deep jam um it was ethereal it was uplifting uh we took the elevator up uh there was like a movement to mutron there for rick and it had a climatic peak uh then it kept going and kept going and going um I didn't catch it in real time, but I read on Algoose.net about the uh, Honeybee Honeybee teas, and I'm going to listen for that because uh, my daughter actually has a African fat-tailed gecko named Honeybee. Um, nothing to do with goose; she named it that on her own. So we were kind of secretly, you know, rooting for a Honeybee, so that that we actually got some teases of Honeybee, and there's pretty cool. We're all going to listen for that a little later. So, uh, yeah, that's my
1: breakdown on the first three
2: awesome neil what are your thoughts on these first three songs of last night
1: yeah, i heard about those honeybee teases but i didn't hear them in the moment either like I, for the record talking. my
2: first my first listen this morning they were incredibly obvious so i'm not sure how you missed <laughs> them last night
1: yeah oh, i don't know well you know last night i my hands were busy i was doing <laughs> carrying a, a the community and twitter and and uh and fantasy goose last night it all somehow got done i only screwed up fantasy goose once it was great um So, yeah, first three songs. Um, Yeah, Earthlinger Alien as an opener. Wow. That's only been done, let's see here, five times before. And it's like a crazy grouping of shows. Have you seen this data at all? I have not. Uh, I I
2: think I can remember a couple of them off the top of my head, but what what are they?
1: So, like, Mission Ballroom, night one, is one of them, which is crazy. The Riviera, night one, on the New Year's run in 2022, 21 rather the Sylvie uh, in 2022 and then Chrysalis open set two. So as a set opener, same thing with the, the Riviera and then uh, Kansas City 2021. So this is like a pretty like interesting grouping of shows because they're all really, really, really good shows. So I thought that was interesting. So it's it's something that they take out here and there. I think when it's maybe something special for them, I don't know. Um, not that the show kind of like took off like some of the others like Chrysalis or anything like that. But so that was an interesting thing. You don't get an earthling opener to a set all too often and really only open a first set, I think three times before this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, you know, the expected m- Mr. Action and then, yeah, this time to flee is really, really, really good. This is one of those, you know, where in the moment it's fun watching like Twitter, you know, when you're kind of streaming at home as people start to realize that this is a special jam so you get like the you know the holy shits like the guys dot 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 like this kind of thing mm-hmm. like coming in so yeah i mean this thing goes all kinds of places it has a really awesome blissy segment and then just builds to like a couple giant peaks that are fantastic man such a cool jam so definitely going back to this one Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really great jam out of this fleet.
2: Uh, I totally agree. The Earthling or alien jam had some interesting moments in it uh, as well. Uh, and Kevin's back. Uh, and so we're gonna hear from him now, uh, which is very exciting. Kevin, your thoughts on Earthling or alien, Mr. Action and time to flee to start off the first set here.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Earth uh, Earthling or alien, you know, was was a lot of fun. And yeah, I thought it was a great, you know, was not not expecting that as an opener. Um, you know, was thinking maybe we would get the Mr. Action opener and then, um, you know, was, was a fun opener. Didn't, you know, we didn't, didn't go for 25 minutes, but it was a, you know, great, great warm up, and, you know, nothing, nothing to sneeze at. Um, you know, a lot of fun, definitely got everybody going. Um, and it was good because I, uh, you know, played, played that for my wife in the car on the, on the way in. So, uh, you know, felt good that I, I'd, I'd called that one. And then, um, yeah, definitely the, I mean, the flea just, just really, that was like, all right, you know, the, the boys are, you know, they're, they're warmed up, they're fired up, they're ready to go. I, I mean, that was like, all right, you know, we're, 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 we're in for it now. Cause that just mm-hmm. went some really fun places.
2: Yeah. That that's my jam of the night. uh Personally, you know, after, after listening to the whole show, I think fleas really, you know, really excellent uh example of improv. And I hope we see more, jams like this you know 19 minutes which is relatively short for a goose jam if you think about it you know we're routinely seeing a lot of you know 25 minute or so jams um and so this one covered a lot of territory uh in sub 20. Uh, let's continue on this uh first set here we've got the first jammed way it is in a very very long time which was exciting uh seekers and so ready to close off the first set let's throw it right back to you kevin how did you feel on the second set uh, second half of the first set here yeah, I mean the the
4: way it is, you know, getting to to see that jammed out was was incredible. I mean, you know, that's what it was like. Um, and then I, you know, like I said, you know, was was talking to some um, some other newbies around me, and there was a there was a guy who was big fit fish fan who said he uh, he was at the show because his favorite comedian, you know, Bert Kreischer, had told him to go, and uh, you know he he really wanted to it's see real. a lot of keyboard work. And that was a great one, you know. I mean, you know, Peter, Peter did some did some great work on uh, on on the way it is, you know, and 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 the fact that they jammed it was was really nice. Um, Seekers, you know, I mean, not much to to say about Seekers because it just, you know, it always delivers, and uh, you know what what else are you gonna say? It was it's a beautiful beautiful uh, couple songs there, um, and then so uh, so ready was. Uh, you know, a really nice Peter uh reverb solo, I thought. Um and you know, although although some some may think that that uh, Ryan is not a fan of two guitar goose, I think those who who pay attention know that he's actually he 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 thinks two guitar goose is is a good thing. So I think uh I'm sure I'm sure Ryan appreciated that because that was a nice solo for Peter I thought.
2: Yeah uh yeah listen it's it's so ready. It's always gonna be uh a lot mm. of fun. Uh, and a great set closer. You know, Seekers here, exactly where we want it. That sweet spot, the late first set Seekers, uh, you know, that that's where it belongs. And the way it is, you know, I, I kind of went in reverse order here, but the way it is amazing to see it kind of stretch out and jam again, you know, didn't go anywhere too crazy, nothing too long, but it's jamming again. And that is a big, big deal. Uh, you know, there are some incredible versions, 7.3.21, uh, that, you know, we know that they can do amazing things with this song. And so it sucks when they don't. And so hopefully this means that way it is going forward is going to return to jam vehicle status, which would be amazing. Butter, what are your thoughts on the second half of the first set here?
3: Yeah. So, you know, when the way it is started, you know, I, first of all, I love Bruce Hornsby, but my first thoughts were, it's kind of a lighter, it's a little bit lighter of a song. And I was like, okay, Santa Barbara, daytime, um, we're going to get kind of more of a lighter pedestrian cover here of Bruce Hornsby. It was pretty, it was perfectly placed, but then, when they went for the jugular and jammed it, I'm like, all right, this is, you know, why I love this band. Like this is, you know, they're taking it deep. They're take they're making it a little dirty. And so I I was elated that they jammed it. And uh, then by the time they got to seekers, it was like so much had happened in that set. It was just a perfectly, it was a perfect release at that point. Uh, Perfectly, like kind of a celebration of a perfectly executed set. And I mean, uh, Rick got into some theatrics and, uh, you know, Seekers was excellent. Um, And then So Ready, my first So Ready. I've seen Slow Ready and I've seen, you know, the debate of the teams, the different teams. And mm-hmm. I got to say, I I think I'm a So Ready. I think I'm Team So Ready. You know, I came over to the young kids for like beats per minute and faster dancing because I have a history with the Grateful Dead. I saw Jerry 25 times with the Grateful Dead. I yeah. then switched to I then switched to Fish. Um, Like in 94, I got on Fish and Um, I've seen a a stupid number of fish shows. And no such thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's an amazing body of work. I'm really proud of it, actually. And, um, you know, I I love fish. I love the dead. But anyway, I came over to the young kids for, you know, um, faster dancing and more more beats per minute and stuff. So I I loved So Ready. It was great. Loved it. I might be Team So Ready. (laughs) Well, some people are allowed to be
2: wrong. Neil, uh, what's your (laughs) thought on the second half of the first set here?
1: Yeah, I just want to talk about this way it is, which was interesting in the moment, because there there's a very obvious commitment to a jam in this, like right when the jam begins, obviously. And I got really excited. I thought like, this is it, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm posting from like the, the pod account. I'm posting from my own account, like, oh, my God, like, here it is. And then by the time my excitement, like kind of settled down and I was just kind of you know, listening to the show, the jam ended, which was disappointing. But yeah, <laughs> there, there was an there. At back. a jam, so that's exciting stuff. So yeah, you know, and then you get a couple seekers as a cooldown, and then you get so ready to close a set that feels all pretty, pretty normal for Goose. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. so ready. I called like when seekers one started. That was mm-hmm. so ready. Is it's almost like right it's almost like
2: somebody had all three of those songs on his picks, and he was laughed at
1: uh yeah hmm. I, I couldn't imagine picking all those for fantasy goose and getting lucky and getting them but yeah hmm.
2: is it luck? Uh, should we talk because about what did you do last right? night
1: Neil? Yeah. uh
2: <laughs> all right let's dive into set break here butter why don't you start us off you know what, what was the vibe like at set break you know people you were talking to thoughts on the first set ready for the second set what was going on
3: yeah so it was my daughter's first show and her girlfriend's first show so we made a beeline um, for, for water refill and bathrooms. So we were aggressive, aggressive, but polite weaving out of there. And uh, we, it was a dangerous move. We all three left our prime real estate there, but we had a plan and we executed it. So we went and hit the water bottle. We hit the bathrooms, hit the water bottle refill, Um, love, you know, Santa, Santa Rosa bowl. It's, it's, it's my favorite venue. I'm going to go ahead and say Santa Barbara bowl. It's my third show here. It's my favorite venue um, on the planet. And, uh, so the water bottle refill station and just the chill vibes and super nice bathrooms, you know, we took advantage of all that. And then we were so efficient and fast at that, that the lines, we were done with that. The lines for bathrooms were filling up and we circled back and went right back up to our prime spot and secured it again. So we had made a couple, yeah, we'd made a couple friends, uh, with uh, some folks from Colorado at LA. And so we kind of had a posse with them. And we just made it back, and uh, you know we're pretty early, and hunkered down again, and um, we're rooting in for set two and preparing.
2: Amazing, Kevin. What about you? What was going on at set break? I, I know you're you're wearing the shirt right now, but it's a it's a very special shirt. Yeah, got got, got some good
4: comments on my on my Bison uh, Mars tour Mars tour shirt shirt here. Gave away gave away a lot of stickers, you know. Anybody wants a Bison Malachite sticker, hit me up on Twitter, uh, you know, happy to send them out. And I'm, I'm giving a donation to uh, to Western Sun Foundation for every uh, every sticker I give out. Um, so, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. You know, I mean, I realize it's a joke. You kind of have to explain. But a lot of people were really into the <laughs> fact that, you know, in 20 in 20 years, you know, bison's going to be the, the der- derivative band that. You know everybody's talking about being totally derivative of goose just like you know oh goose is so derivative of of uh, of fish and 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 everybody that i explained to you know that too would say you know would be indignant you're like oh they're much better than fish no i don't go to fish shows and i go to goose shows oh that's you know or no i go to fish shows but goose is totally different man and I mean, and for me, it's like, you know, hey, anybody trying to do anything in rock and roll after 75 years, you know, God bless them, you know, whether it's new or not. It's, you know, it's. But yeah, set break was 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 great. It was a lot of fun, um, you know, panning uh, out stickers. And uh, for the bathroom report, uh, my wife said, women. we don't do that. There was here no anymore. line. There was no Neil, line Neil for, the, for, the, information for information. the ladies room. And uh, I, I I found the bathroom, the men's room, you know, pretty good good water stations, um, uh, in, in a lot of different areas and very short, very short food lines. So, you know, the merch was a little weird cause they did not, uh, from what I hear, they did not let, uh, the band have their own merch people selling. So they had, um, and then they did not, you know, let the, uh, it was clear from, from tear down at the end of the show, they did not let, uh, the normal goose folks, I think, do the teardown. There were a lot of a lot of other people on stage, so it was it was kind of an interesting. Uh, I think maybe there's a union thing. I don't, I don't know. There are a lot of uh, there are a
2: lot of rules uh, at the Santa Barbara Bowl. I know that's like part of the reason why we didn't get a webcast last night. Uh, right. So they're they're very specific about how they do things. Um, but all right, let's uh, let's dive into this set two here. I feel like we wait, can just kind of
1: can I can I do just like a, a oh yes report oh of my own? yes of Please. course like there, I mean it has to be done. Report. So, I did Butter and Kevin. Did either of you run into Kevin Johnson last night as he milled about the crowd interviewing people? All right, so I'll fill you in. <laughs> this, is, this is what happens. So, I did hear Cam was doing improv on the, on the mixler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, dude, th- this is something. So, set one ends, and as normally happens when somebody's doing a fan stream on the mixler, they just kind of, you know, turn off the stream. No, oh, Kevin Johnson picks up his phone and just goes into sideline reporter mode <laughs> and just starts walking through the crowd and has the most wonderful conversation. Like, I don't know, at least like a dozen people like cams there. It was the most surreal thing I have ever heard in my life because it was like somebody took Twitter and just threw it into a thousand conversations <laughs> like in a like a break. A and I don't know, I, we got to get Kevin on the show at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, uh, because I didn't see
3: that. I, mi- I missed all that. I would have loved that. Um, oh, oh, man. Yeah. On Jam yeah. Cruise, uh, we had an inflatable microphone one year and we were going around and people were videoing it and we were putting it on YouTube of, uh, you know, what do you think with an inflatable microphone is kind of like that? It's pretty awesome. It adds some color and kind of pulls people into the mix, you know? That's awesome. Yeah
1: absolutely incredible so that's what i did with my set break i was gonna like go do things i had some dishes i had to do at the house and listen some like, things
2: are a priority
1: <laughs> yeah no I, I couldn't do anything i was locked in i listened to every minute of it with like laser focus because i didn't want to miss anything it was that good it was, it was amazing well uh let's dive
2: into set two here i feel like we can kind of take this all as one one big group uh for the rest Very of short the show. Set. you kevin killing moon popping up again Arrow, same old shenanigans. SOS, of course, and everything must go with a hot tea encore. Kevin, what were your thoughts on set two here?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, fun to, fun to see him open with the Killing Moon. Uh, you know, I mean, I was I was stumped for the first couple of chords. I, I I initially thought maybe they were going into Sleepwalk, which I thought would be a, a strange opener for set two. Um, when I heard the sort of reverb chords, and then and then you know got the Killing Moon and it was really fun to see, um, and hopefully, you know, now they've brought it out a couple times. Maybe, maybe we'll get a jam out of that at some point, um, which would be, you know, an interesting. Because hey, shoe gaze um, goose is 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 fun goose, uh, and then yeah, I mean, the rest of of set two was was a lot of fun. I mean, every everything must go was, you know, for me, sort of the highlight song of the of the night. It was, you know, really powerful song and a, you know, a lot of fun to, a lot of, a lot of fun to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, great job. I mean, the arrow that was the highlight jam, I think of, of set two, um, you know, that was a a fun jam. Took, took them a while to get somewhere and then they got somewhere, you know, really, really interesting and, um, really kind of chugled along for, for five, you know, five or six minutes on a nice blues riff. That was, mm -hmm. that was, you know, great, great fun to watch and, and listen to. And then, um, if you wanna, uh, if you ever want a hot tea encore, just, you know, come to a show with me because um, I'm three for three on hot tea encores. So, <laughs> wow. wow. Good stat.
2: Encore that shit, uh, as we see yeah. on the pod. Butter, what were your thoughts on the second set?
3: Uh, Killing Moon. I was, you know, I was clued into that song. I caught it the other night and was interested in it. And uh, my daughter knew it. She knew it from the Donnie Darko. And uh, so that was pretty cool, having a 21 and 22-year-old right there um, that kind of drew them right in for set two. And it was a different vibe because it, it wasn't like super dancey and it was, you know, just a, a, a hip song. So, mm-hmm. and really, I mean, the set it was a hip song that was cool. Um, uh, kind of a special treat it felt like, and really the set, I mean, it's four songs counting killing moon and it was a short set, but killing moon wasn't very long. So really we're talking about a three song set, um, you know, which moves us over to arrow, um, you know, it was, i got arrow at my first show my first show was uh sacred rose last summer and uh you know loved that and uh anyway it was like, arrow was an exercise and tension release jamming um they they broke it down and it, it slowed it down it kind of became a dance party they touched on uh, they touched on some st- stop start jamming for a bit and uh it slowed down and I was kind of wondering if maybe they were out of gas for the night. Um, You know, it'd been a long week and uh, things were slowing down and they found like a turbo boost of creativity though. You know, I had that thought for about (laughs) 15 seconds and then it got a little quieter and then they started kind of the grateful dead jammings, you know, for lack of a more creative description. Um, And they kind of rode that out. Some, you know, guitar fusion, GD style jamming. Um, It was, it was sweet. Um, you know, nice, some nice climax there. Um, and then the SOS, uh, Peter on Hammond, you know, and that was my favorite part of that. And uh, it was ended up being a much bigger Peter night than L.A. I mean, L.A. Yeah. was like tr- Trevor heavy. We barely heard from Peter. He sung Redbird, but then that shifted back over to like spiritual guitar soloing from Rick. And so, you know, it, that was L.A. was the least Peter-y show I've ever seen. Last night was my seventh show. Um, but anyway, tonight was uh, last night was very, a lot of Peter throughout. And so I really enjoyed his Hammond, uh, soloing and SOS. And that was my first version of that song. And then everything, yeah. And everything must go. Um, I, I, I liked the song when I spin goose, I knew I liked it, but holy smokes. I love that song now. Um, much like Kevin, that was my highlight of the night um just so beautiful and i'll use the word spiritual again and uh, just perfectly executed um it, it really touched my heart um i feel like they hit a little bit of like a china cat rider feel in there somewhere not like a tease or quote but it had a little bit of feel. contained elements of yeah yeah <laughs> flavor flavor and feel you know flavor yeah
2: coloration
1: yeah amazing yep. You know- I love positive. how we've shifted from motif to uh, contains elements of.
2: I think it it's works. Just, it's
1: a new thing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear those vibes all the time on this tour, especially where it feels like you're, you're in a China writer transition out of nowhere, um, which is kind of cool. But yeah, really only a couple things I want to talk about this set. Obviously, Killing Moon, cool that this is now a cover that they're doing all the time. Interesting that you know once in 2020 and then now all of a sudden they like it again. Uh-huh. Um, and then arrow, you know, jam highlight of the second set, in my opinion, although I could kind of get in a fight with everything must go for like the other jam highlight. So, um, yeah, arrow was really cool. I don't really have any kind of specific parts to point to right now because I didn't get a chance to relisten to that one yet today, but, um, that one in the moment, I was like, Hmm, this is yet another good arrow. So, you know, just continuing on that trend of arrow, not really being boring, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, you get an SOS, and then everything must go. Another huge everything must go. I don't know where this stands, but at some point I'm gonna have to sit down and rank these everything must goes. They're just all get, so good. It's such uh, a good
2: song. The groove they get into here is so good. It's like,
1: yeah, and it's like a little you got something. More.
3: In your hands.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's. So we we talk about feel it now being like an amazing second uh, set song, all the time, but it's always somewhat similar. It's not really right. going anywhere big, I feel like you get more interesting stuff and everything must go similar kind of slotting with that song these days. Right. Although this one interesting that it closed the set, which is that's intense. That's a big slot closing the second set. And, you know, they obviously think that song's strong enough to do that. So that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get your hot tea encore because it's, you know, you're in California. Uh, <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> like it's, it, it's true. It has <laughs> and to I'm feel the like show. Yeah, it has exactly. to feel like the so, hits opinion, at some point, and uh, there it is. So yeah,
2: um, I love everything must go as a set closer. Um, I think it, this is a great slot for this song. You know, great explosive, yet has the jam in there, um, and so I think it wor- worked really, really well in this slot. And then yeah, I'm I'm a little bit surprised that hot tea was not saved for the festival today, personally. Um, but you know, we'll see what they do I, again. Fifty minutes, not a lot of time to do very much you know, uh, for Goose, similar to what they had at Newport, uh, where I think they even had an hour. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, that's, you know, brings us to the close of Santa Barbara Bowl. Thank you so much, Butter and Kevin, for joining us on today's episode of Always Almost There. Really appreciate you both. Uh, Kevin, thank you for spreading the good word of, of Bison out there. You know, as, as a band that I created in a test tube um, sometime in the future, um, you know, it's nice to see them getting this kind of love. Um, so you hope, know hope, the street uh, team, street team is working. So we're uh, we're we're, we're going to be ready for for the
4: for this album dropping in just 20, 20 years and a couple months.
2: Amazing!
1: I, uh, I had well, no idea the merch existed. That's an amazing it's, thing. It's beautiful. It's, it's yeah. frankly. I, I mean, beautiful. I knew the merch was designed. I didn't know it actually became physical merch at some point. Yeah. Uh, um, so I, kudos to you for. To be to be clear,
4: I don't run the Bison Jams account. I'm not that guy. So I, you know, nobody
1: knows who does. <laughs> nobody knows. It's just a, nobody can figure out really easily. <laughs> I can tell you, yeah, it's not anyone mystery.
2: on the screen right now. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway, anyway, we'll be back here tomorrow uh, for who knows how long the episode will be to talk about a 50 minute festival set that's happening this afternoon, 4:30 p.m. Pacific. There may be a mixler, so keep an eye out for that uh but if there's not you know it's a 50 minute festival set uh so don't stress about it too much uh but we'll you be know, you'll back to california magic you'll get exactly.
4: a you know butter rum exactly you know the usual yeah, Ryan, thanks
3: for having me guys did you want the butter's wife story before we cut oh yes time? okay before <laughs> we go yes okay give it to us quick yeah. so it was night Day two of the Warfield, I I had seen two shows. It was going to be my wife's first show. I was walking around the Tenderloin in San Francisco shopping for post-show drinks. I I happened to run into Trevor walking around by himself in the Tenderloin. And I said, hey, Trevor. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, dude. I was like, I just got to tell you, you know, I've seen you twice. You are amazing. And I want to say it's you it's you that's blown my mind seeing, seeing the band live because I loved it listening to it, but I can't get a feel for like the three dimensional bass and how thick it is unless I'm live and, and you're just amazing. And I got to tell you, my wife is coming tonight to her first show and, uh, she's, she's a little skeptical, you know, and I just want to let you know, she's coming. And he's like, he's like, we'll get her. We'll get her. Okay. We'll get her. like, (laughs) Like, all right, cool. And, uh, so it's set break and they come back on and, uh, he Trevor's talking I'm just fiddling in my bag like getting stuff ready for the second set and my wife my wife hits me she's like hey hey I, I think they just said butter's wife and I'm like, what <laughs> what you know and I'm like let's not make this show all about us honey come on are you sure she's like no they said it and uh then we're listening to him tell the story about natural light and stuff and a few other of my friends later on had had heard it and they're like why is he giving you a sh- why is he giving your wife a shout out you know and so anyway and then they uh, pr- proceeded to play just a greasy funky deep deep thatch so i have to think that that was part of me saying how much i loved his bass and mm-hmm. how that makes makes the vibes and so anyway so he gave her a shout out and he just crushed us with a 20 minute thatch and so that that's the short version of the story well
2: thank you so much uh for sharing that butter <laughs> we're glad you we're glad we, you could come on uh and tell us about that um, it's Amazing. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in awesome. to this episode of Day After Show. Thank you again, Butter and Kevin, for being here. We'll be back here tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time to talk about Ohana Festival. So we will see you then. Hello,
4: and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book,
3: is the best song.